0: Like, well, I'm a very lazy person, so I'm going to be real. I don't really feel like this applies to me as much because, I, oh, I'm like, I wouldn't poo all the time, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> shirt, no pants, because I just, like, I can't be bothered. I'm wearing socks. I'm doing good. Like Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Halfway Here podcast. It's a podcast about life, life. and <laughs> it's transitional phases and how we're halfway to it yes talking about the here and now so we're halfway here just mm-hmm. to clear up any potential confusion there yep um so i'm chrissy <laughs> and i'm Haley, and thanks for coming back for another week of our chat yeah we really appreciate everybody who's been listening if you've been reaching out to us very nice. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside.
1: I know. My cousin said she loved our podcast and she
0: wants oh. to be on it, so oh,
1: I was like, yes,
0: girl. Yes. We can make that happen. Could, Because we are producers. We are. We have creative freedom. We yes. We are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyways, thank you. Welcome back. And um, this week we are talking about
0: gender-enforced habits. Gender-enforced habits just a fancy way of saying stuff that gets uh expected of you based off of your gender yep
1: and so this is just some of the stuff that we picked up on in our own lives kind of what we feel like we're expected to do as young adult women and kind of the things we've seen from either like um our guy friends or siblings Mm -hmm. um but again we really really would like more engagement so if you guys like
0: yeah and I mean just to toss it out there we might be speaking you know a little bit gender binary heteronormatively Mm -hmm. based off of our own personal experiences but uh obviously there's a spectrum that exists and there's a lot different experiences and we would love for you guys to reach out to us Mm -hmm. if you have some other uh interesting stories or yeah. tidbits about your own lives or things that you've experienced or seen happen. So.
1: Yeah, and we'd love to talk about it. Yeah, if you, like, reach out to us, DM us, uh, reach out to us on our website, which we're updating. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll share it in our next thing. We kind of want to start a segment where we kind of do a comment section and answer questions or talk about some things that you'd like us to talk about. So more engagement, the better. Yeah, and we
0: like you guys. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to this, then you're a friend of ours, and we would love to chit chat yeah. yeah expand the conversation beyond this t- kitchen table yeah we are back at my apartment this week yes uh, we missed this little table so much no not really um <laughs> but yeah so let's get started yeah so i think um one of the interesting issues that uh, more recently i guess i've kind of seen happen is the whole uh the concept of you know Apologizing for like every little thing mm-hmm. I've been seeing this on Twitter And I've also you know kind of had this happen Like in real life um, And I feel like I don't know if this is like a woman thing Or just a me thing But I feel like um, You know the judging based off Of the conversations that I've been seeing on social media That it's not just me um, But I just feel like a lot of women kind of just Apologize incessantly And mm-hmm. unnecessarily A lot of the times
1: I absolutely agree with that. I feel that in, like you said, every my everyday relationships or everyday life, it's both with people I know and people I don't know. Like, when I was walking on campus or even when I'm walking in the grocery store, I mean, it
0: happened today. Oh, We were yeah. at the grocery store, and... There was a woman there was a who woman. was pushing her cart, and she had a couple of kids with her, and I was like, oh, sorry, because... You know, we were coming and going in opposite directions.
1: Right. And then, but there was also the man who yeah. was walking the same direction as us, and it was just assumed he, that we were the ones to get out of the way. Yeah, he And kind we of, said we were sorry. He actually
0: literally glared at us. Yeah. And just, like, waited for us to go by and did not move his cart. It was super rude. Was yeah. Just, and, I you know,
1: mean, I, And, like, I'm not saying, like, I don't want to apologize for anything, but just, like... Yeah. I feel that I'm
0: always when apologizing yeah or not even that he had to apologize but he could have said excuse me yeah yeah Yeah. but it's like the and it's it's just something about taking responsibility for your actions and the effect that they might have on others like Mm -hmm. especially I feel like when I was younger I would get into arguments with like friends or my siblings or something and I felt like I always apologized first Mm -hmm. and like the other person would and this happened even with girls sometimes too But I don't understand the idea of, like, not apologizing. That's very
1: foreign to me. Right. Or it's just one of those things where it's, I don't know, maybe, because the same. I feel the same. Sometimes it happens with girls, too. I just always feel the need, like, I'm the one who did something wrong, so I'm the one who needs to apologize. But most of the times when you have an argument or a tiff of some sort, it's it's a a a two-way thing. Two people are usually miscommunicating, or two people are usually in disagreement, and you know, you don't, in order to come to a compromise, it's not just one person caving in,
0: it's yeah. two
1: people should also apologize.
0: Yeah, and like, yeah, I just see that happening sometimes, like, like if I get into an argument with my boyfriend or something, and I feel like, oh, I hurt his feelings, I'll apologize. And sometimes, like, it, I just don't think it's like first nature, like first thought that right. you know, he should apologize too. And sometimes he doesn't need to because sometimes it's just me being a brat. But <laughs> it's like with some things, I I think it has to do with the other person sometimes not understanding that they hurt your feelings or right. that they hurt you in some way. Right. And like I've seen that happen, like, especially like with my brothers when we were little, you know, like your parents forced you to apologize when you do something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like especially... Like with young girls, it's like, no, you need to take, you know, what did you just do? You need to go apologize. Versus with boys, sometimes it's like, oh, well, he didn't know any better. It's just a little boy just playing games. And it's like, no. Right. He was being mean. Right. And the
1: other thing that comes with apologizing is a lot of the times when I say I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's no, I accept your apology. Or it's, you know, it's okay. Or you don't need to apologize or stop apologizing. I think like my best example is you know with my boyfriend um I have panic attacks and I say I'm sorry after having one all the time if I ever have one in front of him and he's always like you don't need to apologize and it's like oh I don't know why it's this like feeling
0: to apologize no yeah I when I've had a panic attack in front of my boyfriend too I'll apologize and he sometimes he just doesn't he kind of just lets it Me ride out that wave, Mm -hmm. and so he doesn't really say anything. He just like hugs me, Mm -hmm. and it kind of. You're right about the the whole response thing, though. Even makes a difference. Like, what would you rather hear somebody say when you apologize? Would you rather them say, "I forgive you," or like, "It's okay," like, "I accept your apology"? Like, I feel like if they say, "I accept your apology," that's like the most
1: yeah cold hearted way. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like that's
0: right. You did something wrong. I acknowledge that you're sorry, but.
1: And obviously, if I did something wrong in any aspect of anything, it's, Mm -hmm. like, of course I want to know what I did wrong, but I also want to, you know, I don't necessarily, I guess, need your apology for anything, just understanding that, like, okay, this was a mutual miscommunication, like, maybe I said something, or, you know, it didn't translate well, something, you know? Yeah. Kind of both ways, and... It goes with any relationship you have, even friends sometimes, like, just miscommunicating. But I definitely feel that apologizing, at least from what I've grown up with or what I've experienced, it's always been very female-centered. A lot of women I know, a lot of friends I know who are women, they are the ones apologizing. And that's why it's so refreshing whenever I see... I guess a guy, like, apologize, or...
0: Yeah, Or it's like you're actually acknowledging that you... Because I think it, a lot of people associate those, like, constant apologies as, like, oh, I'm admitting that I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't like to, boy or girl, don't like to admit that you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that also, the constant apologies, it's like, I feel like sometimes for me, I almost want the other person to just say, like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really not okay. Like I know, like I was really mean to my sister about something when we were younger, and I remember like I apologized to her, and she didn't really respond, and I was like, "You're not going to say like it's okay," and she's like, "No, because you hurt my feelings, and it's not okay." And I'm just like, "Okay, ouch." But at the same time, it's like, I think you you have that freedom also to.
1: Like, just because
0: I'm apologizing doesn't necessarily mean that I... You have to forgive. Absolutely. I
1: totally agree with that. I'm, yeah, I don't think you should say it's okay, especially when it's not okay. I wouldn't want to say it's okay if someone did something I didn't like. But I think just acknowledging, like, also saying, okay, like, if you were to say I'm sorry to me and you really, like, hurt my feelings, you said something really awful, Mm -hmm. I'd say, okay, you know, I hear your apology, but you made me sad so I'm gonna yeah. be sad for a few more minutes you know
0: yeah or I think like like for me like the most one of the most impactful responses are like you know thank you for saying that yeah or like I forgive you because I think even like I forgive you is almost more comforting to hear than like mm-hmm. it's okay because it's not excusing the action and it's actually saying like I forgive what you do. yeah like you did do something and you're forgive like you mm-hmm. know and it kind of does give you peace of mind like you don't have to feel bad about about it and I think that's why people just want to hear it like myself anyways sometimes you just do want to hear like it's okay right but that's not necessarily the right true and like you do and like what you said sometimes you do just need time to just like process things yeah because like at the same time as much as I might be like apologizing to other people I almost feel like I have to if somebody apologizes to me I have to say it's okay
1: yeah that yeah absolutely
0: And and sometimes you know
1: it's not, not okay. okay. <laughs> uh,
0: Juan Pablo from The Bachelor. Did you watch that season? No. Oh my gosh. This guy, Juan Pablo. He was one of the worst Bachelors ever. At the end, when he proposed, he didn't even propose to the girl, and he didn't even say that he loved her. He just said, I really like you, mm. and I want to keep seeing you, and she was like, okay. I mean, that's <laughs> fair. You've, like, met them for a month, but even after several months, like, after the show finished filming, they do the, you know, the reunion show and he still didn't love her. And it was like, why did you even pick her then if you don't wanna be with her? But throughout his season, he was notorious for whenever girls would freak out about something or be upset, he would just say, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, and then uh, Andy Dorfman, one of the girls who was in his group, she ended up being the bachelorette, she goes, no, it's not okay, and then she wrote a book titled, It's Not Okay. Oh. (laughs) So, it was really Mm. funny.
1: Bachelor. Who was the Bachelor who recorded him breaking
0: up with his fiance? Oh, Ari, the last Bachelor. Yay. Yes. The worst. The worst. That was not okay. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, a part of me felt a little guilty watching it because it's so invasive. You're just watching somebody get their heart ripped out. I mean, yeah. she ended up going on to be the Bachelorette, so, you know, she got all those free clothes, but still um continuing on with our
1: conversation what yeah. is next on the list
0: yeah so we we made a list of things that are some interesting habits yes so along with apologizing um and we're we're probably not going to get into like really like deep ones kind of just more surface level
1: yeah things you don't normally think about
0: yeah so um what's another
1: thing that
0: you feel like um the one that sticks out the most is like housework. Oh, absolutely! Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally congr- like. Mm-hmm. I think what's and what's interesting is you know there's like the boy chores and the girl chores. So like, you don't have any brothers. No, but at my house, um, the girls were responsible. The boys sometimes they folded, sometimes, but mostly the laundry was the girls and the dishes were the girls. When the trash was the boys. The trash was the boys, and the occasional lawn mowing. When my dad didn't want to do it, my brothers would have to do it. But there was always, like, it takes a lot longer to do laundry and the dishes than it does to take out the trash. Oh, yeah. And it's not hard to take out the trash. Yeah. It's just gross sometimes. Yeah. When you have a family of seven people, the trash gets really gross, like, really fast. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I,
1: I agree with that. Um. Uh, I found that, like, in my roommate situations, a lot of the times I was the one doing the dishes, or just, you know, it's, (laughs) yes, I agree with this, I agree with this. It's also, like, cooking, cooking is also, like, expected of the girl a Mm -hmm. lot, like, like, my parents, for example, they came to the conclusion my dad likes to do laundry. He likes doing it. So he did that, and my mom cooked, because my mom likes to cook. So that is totally understandable. But you mentioned earlier, like, holidays. Like,
0: okay, yeah. So the holidays, like, at my house. Okay, at your house, who does most of the cooking at the holidays? My mother. And then who does the dishes? My mother and us. Yeah. Yeah. At my house, it's Honestly, well, my dad does probably a little bit more cooking than my mom. My mom has, like, certain dishes that, like, if my dad makes them, it's, like, trash compared to my mom. <laughs> no offense. No offense, but, you know, mom just makes certain things that, like, are better. Yeah, and if dad tries to replicate it, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But but my dad, he, he used to work in restaurants, so he really does like cooking a lot as well. Mm-hmm. But when we get to, you know, whoever's house we're having the party at, um, Like, if we have a party at my house, my mom does all the decorations, and Mm -hmm. she has to make sure that everything is set up. Even if my dad makes the food, she has to make sure it's all prepped for people. Mm -hmm. She has to make sure she, like, replenishes drinks and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we have, like, Christmas or something at, like, my grandma's house, um, when it gets time to do the dishes, it is always the girls. Mm -hmm. All of the men sit down, and they all visit. Even, like, the older Mm -hmm. women. But they, for some reason, put it on the kids to... They had to go do it. Mm-hmm. And it was always my older cousins who were girls. And then... But, okay, I can counter. So,
1: at our family holidays, the boy cousins didn't do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, most of the times we had family gatherings at our house. So, it was up to me and my sisters and my mom. And my aunt helps. And my cousin, my older cousin, she also helps. It's always been. But those boys don't help. No. And it's just, it's like, because they all move to the living room, like, especially like Thanksgiving, they move to the living room, they finish watching the game, and yeah.
0: it's like, it's just, and then, <sighs> yeah. And, yeah. no, well, what made me really annoyed is that it was always my, my older two cousins who would go to the dishes, and I didn't really think much of it when I was little, because they're like several years older than me. Well, then one holiday, I kind of just assumed it's because I'm younger, so they would have the older kids help. Right. And they just happened to be girls. So, at one point, you know, now my mom comes up to me and my little sister and says, you girls need to go do the dishes. And I'm thinking, if we're going down the line of the oldest kids, my brothers are next. Why was I, like... Right. Why weren't they asked? They were sitting there playing games. And, you know, I was annoyed, but I was like, you know, well, it's better that me and my little sister are doing the dishes than my, you know, 80-year-old grandmother. I'm not going to make her do the dishes. Right. And so, we go and we're helping, but we were so mad. We were, like, whispering to each other, like... The boys are sitting there doing nothing. Right. Like, I think we might have even been playing with one of our other cousins or something. Mm-hmm. But it was like, we're not going to ask the boys. We're going to ask you girls now.
1: Yeah, that would frustrate me, too. See, I don't know what that's like because I don't have brothers. But we I, have boy cousins, too, Right, huh? and they were never asked to help. Yeah. And And if they were ever asked, like, if we had asked them, it would be, like, complaining. And I think that's the other thing, too, is another thing that's expected from us out of this is to not complain about
0: yeah. it. Like, we all complain to each other, but, oh, like, yeah. we can't complain to the person. Yeah, and I don't, I don't mean to sit here and sound like we're, like, men-haters, like, you know. No absolutely, no, no, absolutely it's just, not. not like, it's like, this is just something that's like, kind of annoying. Right, <laughs> right.
1: It's also, like, can't complain about some stuff. Yeah. And it feels like a lot of the times, like... Men can complain. Yeah,
0: or, like, if they complain, then it's like... It's like, oh,
1: that's a real hardship.
0: Yeah, or, oh, if you're going to put up a fight, then we won't make you do it. Let's just go make somebody else do it who we know won't complain about it. And they just assume that the girls won't complain. Right. Because, you know... Because we can't complain. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just something to think about. And, you know, like, I... I've said before, like, to my roommates, like, I enjoy doing the dishes. When my dad likes doing laundry, I like doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. It's cathartic, I can listen to music, and I just feel better knowing that I wash the dishes because they I, feel clean.
0: Okay, yeah, I that's what I... I need to tell my boyfriend this, too. He doesn't do the dishes a whole lot because I happen to be home during the day when there's dishes, and so I just wash them because I'm here. But I need to tell him because we have a dishwasher that we don't use because only two people there's not that many dishes but the important thing to remember is that if you're doing the dishes yourself then you need to make sure that they're extra clean right and so I inspect those dishes and make sure there's not a speck of food left on them mm-hmm. and like he gets mad when he does the dishes on the occasions when I he does them and I'll dry and I'll be like you need to rewash this there's like some food left in it and he gets mad at me and I'm just like, I'm sorry, but this is me when I do the dishes. I'm so nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: yeah. And like, I, we use our dishwasher because there's five of us in our house. Yeah, so, there you, go. you know, there's dishes every single day. But, you know, so I don't mind doing that. But like, like if I were to come home and see, like, I don't know, I guess it's like, <laughs> like, a, um, like when dishes pile up, it's not an expectation for I feel like boys to do something about it. And I'll yeah. even use this as my home life. Like I love my dad, and God bless his soul. He had to grow up. Um, he has to had to live with four women at the same time. Yeah, you know, like I totally get it. And he did the laundry, and you know what I mean. But like when the dishes pile up, it's like it's almost like it's not a thought to do that. No. Oh. I don't know if you've noticed that, I, but yes. I have noticed it, especially now that I live with men, and I'm not, like, like trying to call anybody out or there, anything. Yeah, this I is know. just an observation, like, you know, but it's like there's no expectation to do them unless you're kind of told to or unless you can't fit any more dishes into the sink or mm-hmm. doing the dishes right after you cook. I feel guilty whenever I leave a mess, so, you
0: know, it's yeah. just, it's
1: like two different worlds.
0: Or, like, I, I, yeah, I totally get what that means, like, or what you mean by that. Like, that's one of the most obvious things, and it's so easy to walk past a sink full of dishes and not think to do them, Mm -hmm. which is, like, interesting, because I never have that thought. Yeah. (laughs) I always see dishes. I'm going to go clean them now.
1: Yeah, it's just interesting. I feel like it's just almost an expectation. And when you're growing up, I just, because I don't know, I didn't have brothers, so I can't say for certain, like, not everyone is taught how to do the dishes, but when I was growing up, it was instilled how to do the dishes, how to do laundry, how to i thought that how to that grocery st- shop, how to do all this other like housekeeping stuff. It seems pretty basic. Right. right. When there's other things that like are instilled in boys to learn. So like how to maintenance a car, how oh, to yeah. change your oil, how to, or how to not change your oil, how to um, replenish your oil. Yeah.
0: Um my dad barely showed me how to do it but he was he's always like oh I'll do it for you and it's like yeah. I need to know how to do it though cuz you're not always going to be, you know, in my front yard when I have, you know, to check my car. Right. Right. Or gardening like
1: um like the only reason I feel like I learned how to any how to do any of that is cuz my grandmother likes to do it. And so I just picked it up from her. But I feel like any type of like technical like or setting up a TV. Oh my goodness! I don't know. How I don't to know do how to do that. any of that. Because every time we got a new TV, well, the one time we got a new TV, my dad did it. And, yeah. You know, it was never, oh, go learn how to do this, or come here. I'm going to show you how to do this. Well, that's it it was,
0: was. You know. Yeah. When when we moved into this apartment, my boyfriend set up the Wi-Fi and he set yes. up the PV. I don't. I mean, I think it's just a phone call. But he set up, like, the router and everything. We we went to Fry's in L.A., and he was like, oh, yeah, we need to get a router, and we need to get this cord, and we need to get this cord. And I was like, this one's green, and this one's blue. What are they? Like, I didn't right. I don't know anything. Right.
1: Same, same when we moved into our house. We put it on one of the guys to do that. Because, well, granted, he had a PG&E account already, so we didn't have to do a deposit. But, like, oh, okay. all that other stuff that it's, like, I feel like there's also a pressure for them to learn how to do that right yeah, away. Yeah, like they
0: have to. And, yeah, that.
1: and why that, like, caretaker, breadwinner is, like, constantly instilled in them. Because yeah. those tasks, like, without... You don't have water, you don't have electricity, yeah. you don't have wi Or, like, a
0: light goes on in my car and I'm like, what does this mean, babe? Oh, on. same.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When my, when my check engine light came on, I... I had no idea, like, who to go for a mechanic. And, yeah, my boyfriend had to go with me. And even when we were there, the mechanic, he was lovely, but he looked at my boyfriend to tell him Uh, what was wrong, wrong, even though I'm the car owner. So I think it's just some of those things. It's, like, it's expected of them to know this stuff, and it's expected of us to know other stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's nothing more empowering than when I do something that is, like, traditionally, like normatively male-focused. Like, mm-hmm. like when I was doing my furniture and I bought a power tool, I was in Walmart and I was like, oh, I need to figure out how to buy this power yeah. tool. And, like, I was asking questions. And when after it was all said and done, I felt so empowered. And especially, like, checking my car. Me, now I know what's going on with my car. I always, yeah. like, you know, I know all of that stuff. And it's just, it's so empowering. And I just wonder if anybody else feels like that, and if there's any guys out there who are like, I feel good when I do the dishes, or
0: something. Yeah, oh yeah, I feel like my boyfriend gets really excited to tell me, like, when I come home, and he's like, I vacuumed, I did the dishes, and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. You did something for once. No, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) Because it's, I don't don't know, yeah, because it's just, it's not something, I don't expect him to do it, mm -hmm. I actually expect for myself to do it, so when he does it, it's like, oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's just nice. I don't know. It's a good, like, obviously, uh, people will have different things that they like. And, like, like my parents, for example. My dad likes doing the laundry and my mom likes cooking. So, that's why that partnership works. But I would never want it to be expected of me to be the one to do the dishes. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Or to be the so one to do the laundry. I mean. or, and I would never want to enter a relationship. Like, I would never, ever expect my boyfriend to be the one to take out the trash, or, No. you know. It's um, like, I'll
0: ask him to, but, like, but it's not expected. It's like, if, I, if I'm home, and the trash is full, then the expectation is that the person who's there and able to do it yes. should go do it. Yes. Like. Exactly. Yeah. But, I, I think, like, another thing that's interesting, Kaylee and I were talking about this earlier, is, like, um, the way that men versus women dress, like, when they what work. their casual is, yeah, mm-hmm. like, well, I'm a very lazy person, so I'm going to be real, I don't really feel like this applies to me as much, because, I, oh, I'm like, I wouldn't poo all the time, you know, <laughs> like, shirt, <laughs> no pants, because I just, like, I can't be bothered, if I'm wearing socks, I'm doing good, <laughs> like,
1: yeah, but, um, no, I brought this up, I brought this up, because I just have noticed it, like, I feel like, and of course, things have changed because we've invented this whole new athleisure thing, where it's like the yoga pant and like what the I'm wear. Wearing right <laughs> <now>. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much what you're wearing. Where it's like, okay, this is like this qualifies as being casual, and you're good to go to wear it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. For me, I feel like it's always an expectation for me to dress up to be taken seriously. Like if I'm in athleisure clothing it's because I'm going to run to the grocery store, or it's because I'm going to the gym, yeah, you know, yeah, but, like, I don't know, and, like, I don't, I don't think this is, like, necessarily, like, uh, uh, something that's been, like, oh, you're a girl, you have to dress up, I think, in terms of, like, being passed down from just what I've seen, Mm -hmm. but I think it's more of a societal thing, like, I feel like, Yeah. we're not taken, women aren't taken seriously if we're not, and it, I mean it doesn't even mean like dressed up, like we're taught in school, like you have to be careful about what you wear. Yeah, because... like the dress code
0: is so drastically different. Like there's right. only so many things that a boy has to pay attention to, but for girls, like literally, I have to really scrutinize my outfit in right. the mirror before I leave the house. Right. And even then, I might still get in trouble for it. You know, right. back in the day, obviously. Now I'm a woman.
1: But no even now, me. though, even <laughs> now though, it like what you can wear to work. And oh I, yeah, I have yeah. this really nice top. It's I don't know if you've seen me wear it. It's like the colored one where it's long sleeve probably not. going to need a little it's, more. Description. Okay. It's it's like multicolored. It's like bright blue, bright orange, bright red. It looks like kind of like a 90s sweater but in a silk top. Okay. Okay. Well, it I doesn't matter. It. But yeah. it's it's a nice shirt. I it's like for nice occasions, but it goes down a little low.
0: Now, yes. I don't now have
1: I, remember. <laughs> I don't have like foam, boobs. boobs. I don't I'm not booby. It's not, you know, cleavage everywhere. Right. But it still goes down really low. So like mm. Bit, that's more of a shirt like I would wear like for a date night or um like if I was in a job where I've already been there for a little bit or right. you know I want to dress up my outfit a little bit but I feel like or when you're going to an interview like I went to an interview yesterday and I wanted to wear a skirt because it was hot outside mm-hmm. but I was like I don't know
0: how that'll be perceived oh yeah because I remember when I, I had a job interview too and I was telling you I was like because the only like fancy thing that I have is like my pencil skirt and you were like and it's too short so don't wear it. Right. Right. And I'm just like, okay. because <laughs> I'm a tall person. So everything everything that should be normal length on everybody else will never be normal length on me. Right. So then I had to be even more careful about what I'm wearing.
1: Yeah. God forbid, And just always have like thighs. making sure and like bra straps not showing. Like now that bralettes are a thing, like that's like a huge revelation. Because yeah, now it's like, like it's like
0: you're, you're supposed, supposed to, to show them. them. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that was weird. That was (laughs) weird. But, like, like you said, when we were in school or just, you know, um, or this, like, um, if, like, a girl's not wearing makeup or, like, like, something's wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: like, if I go to work and I'm not wearing makeup and people ask me at, you know, 7 a.m., how are you? And I just look at them because, like, first of all, how dare you? No (laughs) one is chipper at 7 (laughs) a.m. And then I'm just, like, you know it's a day <laughs> and then they're just like you look so tired stop telling people yes look tired. okay uh, <laughs> hear it
1: here first stop telling people they look tired unless you absolutely know them
0: like no and also sometimes like i don't know it's a thing like for some portuguese women to have dark circles mm. without makeup. like it's a thing so I, I hope that doesn't sound like offensive to some people but it's, it's just kind of a a thing that has your, it has to do with your appearance. You're Portuguese. I'm, yeah, I'm Portuguese, so I'm just saying. But, so, like, I know, like, I sometimes, you know, my dark circles are kind of just like, hello. Right. And so I'm just like, "Ah, maybe we shouldn't, you know. know, No. Tell me that I look tired one more time, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, that's like... I know, and no, but I feel like people say that to women like all the time. I don't feel, I feel like they don't say that to guys. No. And the thing is, is like, maybe, yeah, we're tired, but what or is like, that? We're like, you look annoyed.
1: I'm just like, oh, oh my God. goodness. I know. If I'm not smiling 24 7, it's like, why are you mad? I'm not mad. Or, and there's this new, like, the resting bitch face thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, this is just my face. Thank you very much. But why is it if we're not smiling
0: are we a bitch yeah that or, or what i get because i i i don't know if i have rbf but you know i get a lot you look scared And i'm just like this is just my face what do you mean i look scared what does that mean yeah
1: a better way to be hey are you okay or like Hey, how's it going? You know what I mean? Yeah, like Or, yeah, you know, or feel it out. Don't just immediately yeah, go just in with, like, you look angry, or you look annoyed, or you look tired. Or it's just like, say
0: something like, oh, you look a little bit out of it for a second. I just wanted to check on. Yeah, because that's, that's appreciated. That's way nicer. Way more appreciated. You, say, you look tired. Thanks for telling me that I look like trash.
1: Yes. <laughs> or my biggest thing is when people tell me I look annoyed. When I'm not annoyed, then I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'm annoyed now. So, yeah. good on you for yeah. getting me up in that groove yeah but i don't know i think it's, oh, I, it's just
0: sorry we went off on a rant I'm so I, never knew, I never knew that i had that much passion about that no one tell stuff. me that i don't you know what just say that i'm beautiful and move on okay? please just lie to me okay <laughs> but i think
1: okay this kind of like goes into our next point is these little expectations and again we're only we can only speak from a certain perspective so if you have a different perspective please share with us but how we live now you know being on our own i i can't wait for somebody to help me with my car i have to figure that out by myself you know Mm -hmm. when i was doing the furniture like i wanted i needed to learn how to do it myself yeah it goes past like just little tasks too it's like you know Okay, I'm I feel like I'm expected to do this. So it's kinda like what you were saying earlier where you gotta call people out on their shit. Yeah. Um like I think it's kinda kinda sometimes we also have to call ourselves out. Like,
0: yeah, like why do
1: I feel expected
0: to do this? Okay. Or well, can I ask for help without feeling like I'm putting somebody else out?
1: Yeah. Because or feeling weak. I or feeling yeah. like you're unable to do something. Like I think it also takes kind of a reflection of, you know, like, yes, we've been kind of bred to do this, or kind of this has been the norm for us, but also, like, taking a mindset of, okay, why do I feel like I have to dress up right now, you know what I mean, why do I feel like I have to limit myself showing a bit more skin, why do I have to feel like, like I, I can't, do something with my car, you know what I mean? It's kind of just taking the initiative, also to do it,
0: and also making sure that you're not, you know, tossing that on somebody else. I know, like, um, when I went and got my oil changed recently, they had t- told me, Okay, you're at about like 46,000 miles, just to let you know, every 50,000, you need to get your spark plugs replaced. And I looked at my um, what is that thing called, whatever your mileage counter, or your dash, yeah, yeah, in my dashboard. And I and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to get those spark plugs pre- replaced pretty soon. And I, like, turned to my boyfriend. I was like, do you know how to do that? And he's like, no, but I could figure it out. And I was just like, oh, it's, it's fine. I mean, I can take it in and go do it. I was just curious if you knew how, because he is pretty handy. He knows how to do a lot of things. Right. And he goes, you know, it's just like a quick Google. I can I can figure it out. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm not trying to make you do work. And right. he was very adamant about wanting to do it. And I just hope I didn't like put that like yeah. I expected him to because. Yeah. I'd, Definitely didn't, but then I almost feel bad about, you know, Then if I go and get it done, like, am I making him feel lesser than? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, um, I can totally relate to this. So, the other day, um, we were going, me and my boyfriend, we were going somewhere, and um, he looked at my tire and he said, oh, it kind of looks like you need air in your tire. Oh, and yeah, I, I never how learned th- how to do that. And so, I was like,
0: oh, great. He has an air pump. That is in my car right now, because he did, my boyfriend did that for me as well.
1: Oh, nice. See, see, like, I don't have any of that in my car, so I was like, oh, crap. And then I was, like, not annoyed, but I was scared, because I I was thinking, I don't know how to do that. I'm going to have to go try to figure it out, and I'm scared. Mm -hmm. And so, and he was saying, you know, it looks like it's low, You, you should go check it out soon. So we got in the car, and then I turned to him, and I said, I don't know how to do that, like can you help me, you know, or can you tell me how to do it, or help me learn how to do it? Yeah, where can I go? (laughs) Yeah. So then, yeah, he recommended, you know, like, the campus has one, but it doesn't have a thing that indicates where your pressure's at. So he said go to, like, a gas station. And so um, I asked if he could go with me just because, I don't know. It's, again, it's this. No, not even this moral support, but I feel like um, it's also this, like, weird, like, like, Outside view thing, I feel like if I were out there and I was struggling, like I would look pathetic. Whereas, like, yeah, like people will look at you like, oh, of course, you don't know how to do it, right? And so, um, it's kind of like one of those things where I just okay, if he was here this first time and I learned how to do it, then I'd be more secure in doing it next time because at least I would have a better idea of what I was supposed to do. And he was great, like, we went out there, he showed me how it worked. What was a good pressure, and, you know, and then afterwards, but now that you say that, like, I hope he didn't feel like I just expected him to do it, or I expected his help, because he totally could have said no. Yeah. But I was in, like, a state of panic, where I don't know how to do that, and, like, my dad usually helps me... With my car, with things yeah. like that, and he's 45 minutes away from us, so. Yeah, so
0: it's like, am I going to ask my dad, or. Yeah, and I'm not Just hope and pray that my, that my man knows how to do it.
1: Right, so, and I think it, like, maybe it works the same way, where it's like, I don't know how to do something, I don't want to, like, expect her to do it, but, you know, mm-hmm. I think just also having those conversations with whoever yeah. you're working with. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think there's only, like. One thing that I do expect him to do, and I don't mean to play into because this absolutely plays into gender enforced habits. Did it kill the bugs? Yes, I fully expect him to kill every single bug if I can't do it. I can kill the little ones, but even like fat ladybugs scare me. So, like, What? Why would you kill a fat ladybug? I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I don't kill ladybugs, that's just mean. Oh. But like, they're just slightly bigger than normal, oh. and I'm not trying to like body shame the ladybugs. But they're just, they're not as little, and so it's a slightly bigger bug, and it freaks me out.
1: Because of the crunch?
0: Oh, why would you say (laughs) that? I'm going to be sick. No. Oh, yeah, that's why I don't step on them either. Like, we have bug spray. Whenever I see a bug, I can spray it. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if it's a little too close, I can't do it. Or when they start running oh, on their little legs. Oh. Yeah, that's so funny. I'm going to throw up. No, but I'll kill it and then I'll leave it for him to pick up. <laughs> or if he's home, doesn't matter where I am, if I'm on the toilet and I see a bug, I'll leave that door unlocked because guess what? Babe, come here. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, see,
1: I was the one who was expected to kill the bugs. Not in my relationship, but like growing up. Oh, no, it so... was never.
0: It was actually interesting because my brothers weren't really... When I was growing up, it was always my sister, because my little sister likes bugs.
1: Oh, I don't like, like bugs, she but my other two sisters like a, wouldn't do it.
0: Oh, no. And, you know, my dad couldn't always do it, so. I was like, I'll do it.
1: It's not a big deal. I wouldn't fear it. But also, if a cat was on the fence outside, I'd be like, Miranda, go
0: shush it, shush yeah. it! <laughs> yeah. And she'd be like, it's outside, what are you on about? I think you would die if you were at my house, and sometimes we'll have strays that come up That's to the... get. They come up to the window, right? And my cats will crawl to the windowsill, and they'll start fighting through the window. No, I hate that. You would freak out. I hate when Cats hiss like that.
1: We were on campus walking yesterday, and there was like three in a row, and I was like, "What is
0: this nightmare?" There are so many strays on campus. I want to take them all home. Okay, there's two kinds of people. (laughs) It's
1: just I can't. I I had a cat thrown in my face when I was six, so. I mean, and it freaked out. And it wasn't the cat's fault. It was the person who threw it in my face. But just... Yeah. Punk. Now I don't have a... I
0: like don't cats. like
1: cats. I was always an easy room cats anyway. I grew up <gasps> like that too. My grandma doesn't like cats. So she always said, no, gross. And then when I had one thrown in my face, I was like, oh my god, it's going to claw my eyes out. And I just don't... The only cat I like is, is
0: Little Kitty. So I have two cats, guys. One is named Little Kitty and one is named Big Kitty. BK! So we got Big Kitty first, and then a year later we got Little Kitty. So she was a kitten, so we called her... Little Kitty. Yeah, originally Big Kitty was just Kitty, but then it was changed to Big and Little. Well, after Little Kitty got fixed, she just really (laughs) let herself go. (laughs) And she is super chunky now. And um, so she's fatter than Big Kitty, but she's Little Kitty in our hearts. (laughs) And that's the only cat that Haley likes. She doesn't have front claws. That may be what it is, too. She also has this face, like... She just has this stupid face. She, she has
1: face. like she has dog eyes. Does she, that make sense? Because what it is about cats, it's their eyes. They look like, oh, bitch. Love like, actually, I could take you right now. Big That's kitty, what big kitty scares me. She, she like has mean. these eyes where she's like, don't mess with me because if you mess with me, I'll mess with you right back. See, I think and Elka, she just she just is like, give me a donut, girl, and I'm like, yeah, girl. So true story. When we were freshmen, me and Chrissy dressed up as cats for Halloween. <laughs> She dressed up as a big kitty and I dressed up as little kitty.
0: <laughs> okay, no one's chunky enough to be a little kitty. I she's am. So, no. We took a picture side by lately,
1: side. <laughs> Dude, I need to visit her. She was so...
0: She got... And your mom. She got really... Oh, yeah. And my family. <laughs> she got sick last week, though, and we got really scared. She had, like, a, like a kitty stroke or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's fine, I think. It happened before, so I don't know. It's, it's like the her... Her eyes... Maybe, because actually it happened in in, the summer. Yeah, it happened on my birthday like a couple years ago. Her eyes just glaze over and she just starts pouring drool. (gasps) Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had to miss her. Yeah, she misses you. I miss her too. Yeah, but so looking at, thinking about a lot of these, you know, experiences and these like habits that we feel like we've. Come into contact with um, a lot of it was when we were younger. So, how do you feel? It's changed as you've gotten older, and do you, is there like a change now that you're not living at home? Well, yeah, I'm expected to do everything for
1: myself. <laughs> so, you uh, know, it's like I mentioned before, my dad and my papa, who is a mechanic. They live an hour, 45, 45 minutes to an hour away. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure some stuff out for myself when it comes to, like, my car. And, yeah. you know, I'm always,
0: I'm I'm willing to ask for help. Um, but Oh, yeah, I'll ask because I don't want to, you know, break something. My car, also, because it was used, didn't even come with the manual. Oh so I can't even refer to the manual. Oh, mine has the manual.
1: <sighs> no, but, I mean, I think the, um, what I was going to try to say was, um, before, I hate I hate asking for help because I feel like I'm doing something wrong or I'm bothering someone or mm-hmm. that I'm weak in a But I've noticed, especially now, since I, like, I'm pretty much totally on my own and I have my own mode of transportation and everything, I am more willing to ask for help from that's people. Good. So I feel like that's
0: how I've changed a little bit. Yeah. And
1: like, kind of like reflecting on why do I feel this way
0: yeah and I, f- I feel like part of that does come with you know being independent it's kind of I feel like a part of me is like take advantage of those resources that you have whether that is a pet voice or your boyfriend mm-hmm. and I think that he probably feels the same way because it's like maybe he doesn't know something but I know how to do something mm-hmm. or um, especially like because we live together a lot of it is like that like kind of give and take like okay well maybe I will do the dishes but maybe you will take out the trash right well
1: and I found that with when I was living with my my girlfriend um she she, there were things that she's really like sickness I mean I was sick last week Mm -hmm. every time I got sick I, I never get sick every time i got sick in college she always took care of me so last week when i was sick i you know um we had been somewhere and um both my boyfriend and her they drove me back and then he went to go get like saltines and seven up and when it was just him that showed up i was like where is she so but there's that and then there were like i cooked I grew up, you know, I wasn't an athlete, so we had, like, meals where we sat down together and they weren't, like, really, like, fast, like, like, TV dinners or, you know. Yeah. So, I cooked and so, and, like, I taught her a few things of like, cooking and cleaning and, Mm -hmm. um, so just, it's like a give and take also where it's like, okay, it's not just asking for help from a male friend or, um, a boyfriend, it's also, you know, um,
0: uh, like your female friends Yeah your female my, friends know too. too Like
1: today when we were in Winco Like you're a great bargain shopper I was learning a lot So I think There's certain know.
0: things you can buy generic Certain things you can't But we do our best We do our best We should do a podcast about that We should oh. I'm so bougie Oh my <laughs> gosh Yeah Haley's a little fancier than I am So it's fine, <laughs> it's, fine. it's okay though Because I introduced you to Airy everything now right? Now you know, they're underwear. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I was getting, like, Target brand. Oh, Never again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never yeah. again. Treat her well.
0: Yeah. Next podcast, guys. Next podcast. Look out for that.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, how about you? What do you feel like, how do you feel like you've changed?
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you said um, about the whole kind of being out on your own. you got to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of Google. YouTube, you, Yeah, the YouTube. The mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, and kind of if I have any issues, I do try to, like, communicate, like, with different people, too. Mm-hmm. Whether it is my parents going back to them for help, if it's you, if it's my boyfriend, if it's my other friends, my sister. Um, even if it's not asking them for help on something specific, but sometimes it's just, like, the emotional toll right. that everything kind of takes on you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like... I just call people, talk to them, and just kind of, like, get over whatever I'm doing. And if I felt like I couldn't do something, then I feel Mm -hmm. supported and, like, I can do it. Yeah. Like, every time I see a bug, I have to— If my boyfriend's not here, I call somebody to talk to them about it. And it helps a lot. Um, But, I mean, like, especially, like, as far as feeling like you have to do something because of your gender, or, like, you have to just accept something— You know, as a woman, just be quiet about it, whatever. I'm a big fan of calling people out on their BS. My favorite thing is when we have friends over, and they're all hanging out with my boyfriend, and they're all guys, and they're like watching something, and something offensive pops up on the TV. I'll pause it and explain to them exactly (laughs) what is wrong. They get really annoyed really fast, but they will. You know what? It's better that they understand how these things impact women Because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that we do or that we deal with that's expected of us, you know, especially that you see in the media. And it's like, yeah, let me explain to you how this makes me feel because Mm -hmm. you don't know. like Yeah, same. Like Carl's Jr.'s commercial, I was talking with my two
1: friends um, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're both guys as well. And like, I guess they said like Carl's Jr. Or I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, yeah, Carl's Jr. And I, I. They're getting better with their advertisements now, but for a long time I was like, I'm not eating at Carl's Jr.
0: There was never my number one choice to begin with. Okay.
1: But their advertisements were so ridiculous, and I get that we, it that was their quote-unquote market audience, but it's just, it's on my TV still. And, and you just, know what's
0: disturbing is that when we were so young, that's what we were seeing. Right. And it made me feel uncomfortable as, like, a preteen watching that stuff, because I'm like... Is this, like, what I'm supposed to look like? Is this, right. you know, is this, this all what guys men like? want? Burgers yeah. and half-naked me? No. <laughs> Wouldn't they love that? But no, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I think also it's recognizing, you know, even, like, when you're doing the same thing to men. I was having a conversation mm-hmm. with um, some of my coworkers and a lot of my old coworkers now. Rest in peace, my old job and um they were talking about because they're all in fraternities they were talking about this party it's called like a black and white party or something and basically oh, the yeah. guys dress up as like their strippers and, the gr- and i was like what do the girls wear and they're like well, they just dress normal and i'm like what do the guys wear they wear like boxers and like a tie or something and i was like i'm sorry that you know that's the whole point of the party to Objectify you yeah like that's That's kind of sad. I don't. I don't support that. I'm sorry that you guys are put on display and like made to feel like you have to be one specific. Yeah, because it works the same for them too. And the guy was just like, I don't mind, and I was like, Well, okay. (laughs) I tried. I tried, but it's like you know, it's important to recognize. And I, I would feel like so uncomfortable if I was put in that scenario. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that just because he's okay with it, some other guys might not be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Check your some food for thought. But I think we're going to end it here
0: because we could go on forever yeah. chatting about. I hope this. Sounds, react. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this didn't sound too, like, angry. We are not. I'm not angry. I'm not I, a man hating woman. No, and it's, no, just, no. it's just important not to recognize these pressures that are put on, you know, male and female and other genders within the spectrum, you know? Yeah.
1: I think, yeah. It, this is purely what we've observed in our lives and just kind of getting a perspective out there. Yeah. And you there's know. so much
0: more to it. Right.
1: Know? And like we said, like please share your perspective as well and you know your experiences. But um, yeah, I'm not angry.
0: I just want to talk about it. That's what yeah. this is about. I'd like if someone else did the dishes every once in a while. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love doing the dishes. Don't touch them. Just kidding. But,
1: you, you know, just just something to think about when you yeah. look at your mom, your dad, your sisters, your brothers, your boyfriends, your girlfriends you're appreciative of the different roles that people
0: play. In right. Languages.
1: And make sure you're communicating like, is this really what you like to do? Or yeah, are you expected to and look at it
0: yourself, too. Is this what I really like to do, or do I feel expected to do it? Yeah. And sometimes you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. Yeah, which but, is life. Uh, you know, try to find that compromise, you mm-hmm. know. That middle ground. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with Halfway here. All right.